Yes. Yeah. Yes. Woo. Are you pumped, John? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? All you sci-fi action movie junkies out there. It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy. Back again with another Is It Underrated episode. And it's always an honor and a pleasure to have the, the man, the myth, the legend, the icon, <laughs> the immortal, John Hancock. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back on. I always enjoy talking to you. you got a great channel. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, it was a blast uh, uh, having you on here last time when we talked about Doom Annihilation. <laughs> if you guys oh, want to hear, yeah, oh, hear our thoughts on that, oh, man. make sure you check out that video. I'll leave the link <laughs> in the description box below. Uh, but that's yeah, we love video games. And thanks again yeah. for uh, coming on the podcast. And and that's when I first met you, and which was awesome. And then we was like, you know what? It was like, we were talking about our love for video games, which merged into films. Yeah. And then we just couldn't stop talking about movies. And then we were like, you know, we got to do some more movie reviews. So it's good to, to have you back here on the channel. And man, we got a doozy one today. No escape. What, what, what's your history on this one? Well, my, my kind of semi fuzzy memory, but, um, I want to say that my first experience with this is definitely fits that B movie rental. Uh -huh. I remember seeing a poster. I don't know what rental store, but you know, um, this came out the year I graduated high school. So I probably saw it. What, you know, what movies came out typically, what a year or two later. So 95. So probably yeah. in college or around that time, I saw a poster at a, a rental store and my brother and I were like, Hey, that looks kind of cool. Let's, let's get that. Let's rent that. So, uh, it was at a mom and pop rental store, probably in, in my hometown, of Cottonwood in California and at the time. And so, uh, you know, I, I remember seeing it with my brother and really enjoying it. Uh, I didn't see the, I didn't read the book, which it's based on, but you know, it definitely kind of fits that wheelhouse of the time. Uh, you know, we had, uh, you know, that, that post post apocalyptic kind of future, you know, mm -hmm. doom and gloom, but yeah. not having a budget to do it. Mm -hmm. And so this kind of fits that. So uh, it all depends for, I think for people going into this, you need to remember the mid nineties, like they didn't have the technology that they have now, like TV, even TV shows look like movies now with the special effects that they can pull Crazy. off. And back then, you know, uh, I do believe this has some computer generated uh, effects, but holy cow, they have not aged well. <laughs> <laughs> you get but some, you get some fun little models in the beginning, you, do. you know. Yeah. You do, but I think, I think, I think you're a big fan of of those cult classic movies, and you can forgive the special effects mm -hmm. just because some of the, I think, some of the characters really carry this movie above yes. and beyond their budget because it didn't do well. I looked up oh, the no, stats. Yeah, like it bombed. Like it, you know, I think the budget was 20 million and I think it made 15 million at the box office. So nobody yeah. cared about this. Most people probably like were like me and just waited for it to be on VHS and, and, and watch it that way. Yeah, I saw my history with the movie was I uh, I saw the trailer and I was like, I always I always remember that. You want it? Come and get it. Yeah. Like I always yeah. remember that. And I was like, well, that looks like a, could be a cool action movie. At, at that time, I wasn't familiar with Ray Liotta's work yet until I got over. Then I watched Goodfellas yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but I, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to go see it in theater. Uh, but I was VHS, I believe. I just rented it yeah. on VHS. And I, I remember think many like, people that was, thought that way. Because it yeah. was that time. It was a perfect, like to me, it really, it really screamed, hey, this may not be as good enough to see in a theater but watch it at home. Cause like to me, <laughs> to me I, I, I totally watched it and, and I remember really enjoying it and yeah, uh, yeah. It's, and, and it's, liking it's, it with my brother. Yeah. It's a fun flick. And, uh, after I watched it on VHS, I was like, that was a kick-ass little small movie that just came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but you know, we do have, um, some heavy hitters in here though, man. Yes, you like do. you were, like you were talking about the characters carry the film, mm -hmm. uh, the actors, uh, directed by Martin Campbell of GoldenEye and Casino Royale fame. That's and, uh, huge. We, I know, right? Yeah. Ray Liotta's in this. Oh, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Yes. Uh, Lance Hendrickson as the father. We have Stuart Wilson oh, yeah. as Walter Merrick, who he's like my favorite character in this movie because he's kind of over the top. Yeah. And I really enjoyed him. Uh, Kevin J. O'Connor, Kevin Dillon. Uh, Jack Shepard as Dysart, and uh, of course the always 
always reliable and lovable Ernie Hudson, and yeah. many many others are yeah. in this. Definitely yeah, remember they, Ernie Hudson in it, and uh, the father for sure. Um, you know, to mm -hmm. me, he's you know, I do Bishop Bishop from Alien. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he was in yeah. lots of other things. Uh, mm -hmm. Terminator, but, oh, first yeah. one. Yeah, he's Lance Henriksen is is legend status. Yeah, uh, as well as Ray Liotta. But yeah, man, I, I was like, that was a kick ass movie. Like, I really, I really enjoyed it. And then uh, later, I always meant to buy. I meant to buy it on DVD. And I couldn't find it. And then it got hard to find a VHS even. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? It was like the movie literally disappeared. I have, um, I had it on DVD. It had that paper sleeve. Yes, yeah, the one I got. And and so yeah. I eventually got it. Um, I I thinned down my DVD set. I don't I don't don't uh, I don't know where you can stream this now. But um, I tried to find streaming services uh, the other not, day, uh, yeah. but um, um, just just for a quick watch. Uh, but I, it took Samurai Guy. I had to like go overseas to like not fly, but I had to go order from Australia. They actually wow. had a version of it, and uh, you know, Escape from Absalom uh, was what it was called when it was released overseas, huh. uh, which is what the which is the name of the prison on the island. Uh, but yeah, you know, it was uh, until I, I finally found it on DVD, it was kind of hard to find. And I was like, man. And then when I did a little bit more research on the film, it, uh, it kind of broke my heart a little bit because the, the, <laughs> the creator wanted to cast against type. There was actual purpose for Ray Liotta to, to star as this character. Cause Ray Liotta, this is his first big action yeah. movie. This might still, in a way, kind of be his biggest action movie role, actually, if you think about it. It might be. Don't quote me on that. Um, but uh, in terms of him being the action star and the hero and taking dudes out and all that, I don't think he's, he's not known that. for that. Right? He's known as no. a supporting character, uh, character, right? And he's always in a movie and, and a part of a movie, but doesn't carry a movie. And this one, he's in that focus of like, yeah, about yeah. him. I think Goodfellas was definitely before this. So this was kind of definitely a huge career change for him. But it was kind of it was kind of on purpose. Uh the creator wanted someone against type because he wanted the audience to kind of doubt the uh the 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 the, 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 the visually the person who's going to be the badass and then later in the movie you're like, "Oh, this guy's actually badass." That was kind of like the point of it. And but the studio was like, "No, they were kind of against it." They wanted someone like a Jean-Claude Van Damme who was still hot at the time, especially oh, with, uni especially with Universal. That. Yeah. And I, I hate to say I hate to say the studio was right because I'm usually against this kind of stuff. I want the original creator to have his vision for better or for worse. I don't like it when studio comes in and goes, no, 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 we're gonna change script, we're gonna change we're gonna change all this. But they didn't want that. They they wanted a Van Damme. And I hate to say this, I think it would have been a hit if they had a known action star. So I, I'm glad the original creator stuck to his guns and yeah. he still got his vision, <laughs> even though it ended up, you know, sinking the film. But man, uh, right in the beginning of this movie, I was like, holy shit. Oh, like, yeah. When I first watched it. Oh, yeah. That, that was the hook, line, and sinker for me. <laughs> Boom. That was like, <laughs> and I love that. I love it when a film just out of nowhere just goes right for the jugular. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and I, it was really a cool aesthetic. Um, mm -hmm. and, and this, this film, even though it had a low budget, it really did try. I think I like, I like what they tried to do with it. I know that the budget yeah. was probably pretty thin, um, you know, for like a main release, you know, obviously this is not a, just a, direct to vhs this was a you know a theatrical release and i yeah. had all those rules and regulations and big budget stresses and i would yeah. love i would love 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 to see um I, I have not watched if there is one if there's been a commentary like an audio commentary i don't even know if this is on blu-ray i'd love to track it down and maybe he get the the backstory of of doing this this feature um i right, bet there's right. some interesting stories well, there's a little bit of special features on uh, the copy I have, awesome. and uh, but it was short. It was short and sweet, but it had some fun behind the scenes information. But yeah, let's just go ahead and jump right into the movie. So yeah. obviously, 
uh, Lieutenant Robbins took out his superior, uh, superior officer. Yeah. And I bode well for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he ended up getting sent straight to Leviticus. It was interesting how, um, the movie opens up with text saying that prisons uh, were big business and were kind of owned by corporations. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, he gets sent here. Uh, things uh, do, do, do not look good for him at all. No. But we get introduced to the warden here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's, you know, laying the law down. You know, he's like, you mess, you mess around. You're, you're going to find out there's life after death. And uh, I, I love uh, uh, what... Uh, uh, Leota's character says, he goes, you know, cause he goes, that's the law. And, uh, is it, do you, is there anything you'd like to add? And then, uh, Robbins goes, don't ever turn your back on me again. That was fucking dope, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just, then, you know, like to me, that was like communicating. Okay. He is, he's, he's not messing around. Now he took out his, uh, superior officer in the, Due to, um, uh, he wanted him to like kill civilians in Benghazi or something. It yeah, was like so a, a huge bombing run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that's basically why he took it. You know, took him out. But it wasn't just that; it was the military covered it up. Oh yeah, like hundreds right. of women and children died, and the women and the, and the military covered it up, and they gave him a medal. Yeah, <laughs> for he, it, and he was so, not, not not having that. Yeah, and it's 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 it was really cool throughout the movie because they didn't tell you right away uh, what his deal was, like what his issues was, what, what what happened in the past. They let that build, you know. Even the characters that surround him, that uh, later in the movie, they're wondering like, what's wrong with him? What's going on? And then you have this really great, fantastic scene where he just finally breaks down. You know, he just breaks down, starts crying. You know, really great performance here by ray uh but yeah man so yeah he's in prison not looking good not looking good uh this guy was cracking me up that was in the prison with him he's like they know our thoughts <laughs> they're listening in the walls <laughs> his friend's been there a little bit too long <laughs> uh but he tries to give him some food he tries to sneak him some food and be nice and he ends up getting uh punished for that and uh, this was a, another very good scene because the warden's like, okay, yeah. you know, I know what you told me earlier, but I'm going to put you on blast in front of everyone. Yep. And, you then, know. He, and then he just is like, nope. Mm -hmm. He's like, I want you to shock your friend there. And uh, he acts like he's going to do it. And then whoop. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he is just a bad dude. After that, the warden's had enough. He's like, your, your ass is going to Absalom. You're going to Absalom. We're, we're done with you. We're done with you. Throwing his ass on Absalom with some teleporting rats. I didn't know the island had teleporting rats. They just appear out of nowhere. <laughs> as, soon as, he's, as soon as he landed there, he like looks up and there's like 100 rats on him. And he's like freaking out. Uh, I was just like, wow, they can, the rats can teleport. Uh, but we're having fun here. But man. Man, when he gets up and starts looking around, oh yeah, and, dude, things start getting intense. Yeah, intense, and he runs into these primitives because you have uh, the, the the movie takes place. You know, they, 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 there's the outsiders run by Merrick, and then there's the insiders by the father. But there's other gangs. There's actually other groups out there, and you have the, the primitives, who uh, are more tribal like. And uh, these people have been here probably a lot earlier <laughs> than everyone else. Yeah. That's why they're so tribal. But yeah, there's. I, I wish we would have spent a little more time on the other on the other gangs, but it's fine. Uh, we're still having fun here. Uh, yeah, yeah like, man. It'd be interesting to see. Like, there, I think there's there could be more to this universe. I don't know if there's comic books or like even I could even see like a pen and paper um, aspect of this this universe. It would be a, yeah. a fun, fun thing to, to figure out, um, you know, even like a, like a Metal Gear Solid type game could oh, be yeah. done now uh, with this backstory. Um, if done right, it, you know, with the right studio, it could be done. And right. I think people would like it if it was popular. But, you know, it's like anything, you know, you get these movies that, that you know, are better than what they sell. 
and yeah. they kind of float, they get floated out there and then you have your fans and then that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, we get some really intense, thrilling action here. Dude, how did they do that? That was like seamless shot. There was no edit. Yeah. That what was they, great. What, what, I was, what I was wondering is they have a dummy. It swings up there. They, they pop it on. Yeah. Like post it on and then swing back. But yeah, there's, there isn't, I don't think there's an edit. And so. No, um, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of cool, like, here's the weird thing about this movie. And I think for some that might be like a critique is like, you have really great, like, in time shots uh, and special mm-hmm. effects. Yeah. And then it's combined with some not so great computer graphics and or n- unbelievable. Like there's a disconnect there. And I know, bit, I wonder yeah. if it was a budgetary issue or a direction. I'd be, but see, that's why I want to see, I want to hear like the backstory of it because like, why did they go with that? Because there's some really great like costume design. Oh yeah. The and, sets. and like in person stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's combined with some stuff that's not good at all. And I wonder if they ran out of money. I just wonder that. Like it could be. There, it yeah. could be a budgetary issue. Like it just makes me makes me scratch my head because there's some amazing there's some amazing outfits and really draws you in when he is like like oh crap I am yeah. like you know with these savages and mm-hmm. they are going to take me out and I need to get out of here and it's just. And it's carried by um, I forget the, what the villains the main villain Merrick. on the island, yeah. What's Merrick. his name? Yeah, Merrick. What a great villain uh, he is! Uh, you know that he's uh, no one to mess around with, and he's got great dialogue. It really carries to me. Um, it carries that aspect of like, okay, we have a hero, that, or uh, <clears throat> I don't know, escape, you know, we have our our, our character that's a badass. Mm-hmm. We also have a villain that can match him with, with being cunning and sinister mm-hmm. and it's not going to mess around with him. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, uh, it doesn't go well. He did, you know, our, our boy Robbins does well for a while, but they, they, they end up capturing him. They get him, yeah. And then they just for their entertainment, <laughs> Merrick's like having him fight one of his minions. And it was, it was quite, it was quite hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and you have all these great stunts and, yeah. and some really cool violence and action set pieces, but there's comedy in this movie too. There's there's yes. dark comedy in here. Yes, <laughs> it's not it's, just an action film, and I really think that they tried to have some chops with the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's when that's where the movie shines. Is mm-hmm. it's got some great kind of action scenes, and and out of nowhere, what I like about it is the movie doesn't really hold your hand. It really tries to just throw some things at you, and you kind of have to decipher and figure some things out. Yeah, um, I do like that about the the film, and and definitely the action sequences are gratifying. So this, to me, like if this is like you know the 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 B tier for the '90s of sci-fi action films to check out, this one sometimes escapes people. Uh huh. Oh, hey, I know that joke, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's one I think that. Uh, for people that didn't grow up at that time, this is one that they're not going to know about and, and one mm-hmm. to definitely go back and revisit. Yes. Yes. Uh, definitely for sure. But Merrick is, is amazing in this. I, I, I feel that Merrick is one of the most underrated movie villains in my opinion. And uh, yeah, we have this funny dialogue back and forth between him and, and Robbins and he's trying to get Robbins to join. And uh, he, Robbins is like, yeah, I'll stay, I'll stay with you. And then this happens. Listen, you gotta go, you gotta go, sweetheart. I'm not gonna stand anyway. I Merrick did not like that. He was quite no. pissed. <laughs> no. And I like how fast it was. Like, I don't like it when, like, a movie 
telepaths what's going to happen. Yeah. And what's great about this film is it's like boom, 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 boom. Like it just like throws you, throws you some quick action. And I think it does a good, that's when I think this works. This movie works with its quick action sequences and un, unpredictable events that happen. You know, you know, for me at the end of the day, uh, you know, I like a good popcorn action film. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, I've, I've very strong, vivid memories of, of, of watching this at home and walking away saying, you know, that I like that. Yeah. And, you know, it all depends on what type of critic you are. Like, are you going to pull, pick apart a movie for like what it didn't do? And, and it really comes down to if a movie can, can get you in the hook that yes. gets you in. And this, this movie does a good job with that, with the characters, with the dialogue, with the villain, with the hero, the hero, Ray, you know, Ray Liotta is not known as like someone that can carry a film. And this is an interesting role for him. Mm-hmm. I like him, but you know, bringing up the fact that, you know, at the time universe, correct. Universal is working with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I mm-hmm. wonder now, Holy cow. I'd love to see the Jean-Claude Van Damme version of this. It would have been a hit. It, it, it would have been, been a hit. hit. It would have been a yeah. different movie, but but because you know uh, Ray's dialogue, uh, Ray Liotta's dialogue in this, like he's he 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 does a great job in this film, and I mm-hmm. like it. But I wonder if like another character would have done a better job. Yeah, we'll but, we'll never know. But that's yeah. it's it's it would have been interesting to see a Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, the chase continues, man. Oh, Where, yeah. They're they're like, oh fuck this dude. Oh yeah, they're boss look bad. <laughs> Yeah, you're like screw this guy, yeah. and then we get this really great uh, stunt right here, man. This was like, holy shit! Oh. I hope this guy got paid extra. Dude, yeah, good shit, man. Yeah. I wonder if it's, you think it could be a, a dummy or you think that's an actual stunt person? No, it was a real guy. And uh, the reason why I know that is that little snippet of behind the scenes video. Yeah. Check this out. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So while he was falling, they were lowering the camera person to try to get closer up, better angles as he was falling. Holy cow. I know, right? <laughs> you know, they got probably some daredevil. Well, I mean, know those like stunt, there's like, a whole crew of people that do those crazy stunts, but mm-hmm. just talking to a few, not like a lot, but they love the, the more crazy it gets. And mm-hmm. then, and they're excited about pulling it off. Yeah. Which is nuts. You yeah. know, that, that, you know, I wonder if that, that, that character that did that, the, the, act, the stunt person, he got a rush. Was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if you really enjoyed it, but Holy cow. I, for the longest time thought that wasn't real. Yeah, I thought, but, and he just pre, he just like educated mm-hmm. me on, uh, oh my gosh, that was an actual person. Holy cow! Never yeah, do anything that. could go wrong with stunts like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, ho- hopefully there's no win that day. You're gonna be a pancake. You're gonna be a red spot on the rocks. So jeez. But he falls in the water. Our boy, our, our Robin's here, and he gets rescued by the insiders. They take him in, uh, repair his leg. Cause his leg got screwed up yeah. uh, from the outsiders earlier. And he's walking around like, what is going on? He's just like tripping. Cause it's domestic. There's animals. Yeah. There's a little bit of electricity. He's like, what is, what is happening? And I think, I think uh, going back to what you were mentioning earlier, I think the, 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 the small budget that they had, they used it to the, the, the best that they could in terms of like yeah. majority of the budget probably went to like the sets. Right. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily because this whole set uh, where the insiders live uh, with the, with the defense walls and all that stuff to keep the outsiders out, they built all this from scratch. So a lot of the money went there. Yeah. And not it to, looks not very to CGI. <laughs> yeah. Then they spent a lot of time there. It was, it was just a weird contrast. Cause you have that and then you have the outsiders camp, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it's like combined with the, the start of the film where you're at this like prison. It's just very, I don't know. It's, it's very like low budget TV at the time. Like it just mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't fit with the rest of the film. And I know it's a different setting and theme, but like, yeah. it just doesn't, that's the hard 
part. And I wonder if they had to go back and do that at the end when they didn't have money. Money. Maybe it makes me wonder, like when they created it, yeah. and and when, like, what in what order did they create the sets and do it? And was there a time crunch? Because every every movies I made us uh, that I watch on Netflix talks about, oh yeah, we were over budget and behind schedule, and we had to do this shot in like you know half the time or people were fighting or I don't know who knows. Like it happens. It makes me wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. And a lot of times location costs more money than in, than anything else. Oh you yeah. Know, that's why uh, Peter Jackson only shot his Lord of the Rings trilogy in New Zealand because it was cheaper to shoot there. Yeah. That's the only reason he shot it there. <laughs> yeah. With the truck uh, but, in the background. I, <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> Uh, but uh, he gets introduced to the father uh, by Lance Hendrickson. What what I love about when you get introduced to all the side characters, Ernie Hudson and and, uh, and uh, Dylan and everyone else in the film is slowly throughout the movie, you kind of get a little snippet of their backstory, you know, why they got put in there, you know, which makes, makes it interesting, you know, like did uh, the father who was a... Uh, a very successful surgeon. He caught his wife cheating. Did he kill his wife? It's apparently they, everyone says he was innocent, but he got sent to uh, Absalon Island. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and then Dylan here was involved with a uh, kidnapping, but Accomplice, you know, right? no one is, no one is, no one is like clean cut here. Like there's a lot of gray characters, you know what now I mean? Dylan was the accomplice, right? Like he was like a yeah. driver or something. He wasn't like the main person. He was just kind of caught up in. Yeah. Does, Caught up with some bad dudes, you know, and uh, it didn't go well for the kids they kidnapped, but uh, which kind of haunted him too, you know, uh, throughout the movie. He had issues dealing with that. He ended up uh, kind of uh, liking Robbins here, you know, he, yeah. he, you know, because I think at this point, uh, Robbins' character was the only guy who survived the outsider's camp and got away. Oh, yeah. So, he, yes. he definitely like has proven himself to be uh, skilled. Yeah, so, you know, word got around, and everyone's like, who's this badass? Who's this guy? So, you know, uh, Dylan's character ended up really kind of looking up to him and stuff like that, kind of like a, a big brother or whatnot. I kind of liked Dysart. I wanted more yes. scenes with Dysart. Uh, this is very good actor, this guy. Uh, but he's kind of the brains, you know, <laughs> yeah. technology and, and whatnot. He made a bomb, right? That's why he was there. Dysart? He made a well, they're, they're, they're trying to make a... No, it, was on, it was hidden. No one knew yet, but they were making a boat. Yeah, he was uh, He was on the island because of making a bomb, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's interesting is, is, you know, some of the other inmates want to get off the island, but he told uh, Robbins that he was like, no, I belong here. <laughs> He's like, I don't deserve because of what he did, you know, which was interesting. He's like, I belong here. Um, but, uh, you know, throughout the movie, everything seems to be, you know, kind of, you know, pure, you have freedom here, you know, everything's, everyone's nice. Everything's great, but they got rules. Yes. They got rules, man. Uh, yes, they and, do. uh this gentleman here, poor guy kept falling asleep at his post Yeah, and they were like, we got to kick you out. So, you know, there, there's still rules there. <laughs> they still have rules. Well, Rob, Robbins is still trying to figure it out because mm -hmm. I think he, knowing that there's like people that are there and they're trying to do the right thing, but he's, he knows that there's probably more to it, but I, it's interesting to see like he doesn't really fit in, but he's yeah. like, but, but these two factions are making him kind of figure things out about himself. Um, you know, he wants to help them, but there, he knows that there's other things going on. As you know, you alluded to earlier with the boat, mm -hmm. um, and discovered he discovered that, and then then they came clean about it, right? And, yeah. And so he they couldn't talk about it because they were uh, in secret working on it for eighteen months or what x amount of whatever, yeah, a long time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and it's uh, it's one of those things where he was a new guy; they didn't trust him, so they they wanted to tell him as much as they could, but they couldn't tell him everything. Yeah, and you know, you get these little moments when they're having the Christmas party. Oh, is, yeah. Is this considered a Christmas movie now? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. No escape for Christmas. Uh, All male cast, too. All male yeah. cast. I do believe there isn't, a, there isn't a female in the movie, correct? No. No. Yeah. No female. Uh, 
But even Merrick was whistling holiday tunes. So that's it. Confirmed right here on the channel. No Escape Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, it is No Escape of Christmas movie. Yeah, I love it. Um, but uh, what's interesting is uh, they have a mole working yes. in the Outsiders camp. But what they don't know is that <laughs> the warden has a mole on the insiders camp, you know, keeping tabs on everyone. But the warden is watching from above, you know, from via satellite because, uh, you know, he doesn't give a shit if they kill each other. Like, he, he doesn't really care that much. No. He doesn't but, want any attention. Like, his yeah. big thing is he doesn't want the rest of the world to know about this crazy island, right? Because there's the whole world doesn't know about this island. That's right. And and that was the big deal about the, the gun that uh, – was it Robinson he had at the start? Mm -hmm. Because that could cause an explosion that would then, the satellites would detect, and then it would be uh, discovered about this craziness. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Uh, but, excellent. Uh, but, yeah, we have some uh, other little fun side characters, like the the one guy who was, like, trying to trade and try to get his boots. You know, Oh, trade. yeah, like, that <laughs> like that. the guy with the bad teeth, yes. <laughs> And, uh, he's like hey man if you die let's make an agreement right now yeah. if you die i get the boots right come on i get yeah. the boots you know i wonder if this was a field of dreams little easter egg because you notice he goes hey you look like a ball player it looks like you play ball Maybe. and then he picks up a mitt yes <laughs> and then he I goes want, you want I, this mitt i didn't think about that but yeah totally i wonder um yeah if that was that on purpose that has to be it that had to yeah. be a little a little a little subtle like, nod. Oh, I see, see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, but let's get to uh, my favorite action sequence in the movie. Let's get to the raid. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So Merrick and them, they're like, all right, let's go ahead and get these dudes. Uh, but they got tipped. The insiders got tipped off by their mole, so they were ready. Even though they were partying, you know, having their Christmas party and all that, uh, they were still ready for them. And, man, this, this, this had... Everything you had stuntman being set on fire. You had martial arts. Uh, Dysart even concocted his own like a his own like scientific gun to use on people. You had yeah. combat. Uh, Ray Liotta was doing his thing, breaking necks. I mean, we were all. It was. It was. It was. It was phenomenal. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Excitement, action. Yeah. It's funny because the, the I, I had your same reaction the first time I saw the movie. I was like, I like that. I was entertaining. Mm -hmm. The more I watch it and revisit it over the years, I, the more I like this movie. Man. Yeah, like it just it just it has grown on me. <laughs> well, and I think it's a good example for everything is remade and redone and remastered and. I'm 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 in a small little capsule that I kind of like that this stands on its own mm -hmm. and it's out there and it's not been overhyped or overpromised. It came out, it didn't do, it didn't make money, and that was it. But there's enough people that like it that appreciate it. It stands on its own. So the uh, the story. A nice thing about this too is the story is just all in that movie. Like there's no sequels, there's no. It's based on a book, and I don't know if the book has sequels, but it's all in one shot. You can watch this, and that's a complete story. Yeah, and it's inter it's interesting. You know, um, yeah, I think it does. I, I think it is. It is. And, you know, I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes even, and it like it's crazy. Uh, low scores. Yeah, it's um, kind of sad. Both even public, the audience. Yeah, reviewers and actual public and. I don't get that. I, I yeah. don't think it's, you know, for me, it's a solid, like if I was, you know, like on a 10 point scale, a seven mm -hmm. out of 10, maybe a seven and a half on a good mm -hmm. day. Like, and it's on a different, it's on a, you know, I'm not going to compare this to a triple a blockbuster, no. but for like running like back in the day, uh, I and mean, this is so much better than some of the other garbage that came out. Um, and especially for like an unknown, like I had no idea what to expect when I rented this. Like I was like, okay, 
Uh, it looks cool. I didn't know who Ray Liotta was back in the day. And yeah. I honestly, at the time, uh, probably didn't look at Ernie Hudson and be like, that's the Ghostbusters guy. Right. I just saw the, the front and it looked kind of cool and different. And, you know, that science fiction post-apocalyptic vibe. Cool. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, and, and 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 that's how we review movies here on our channel. Everybody's different and movies are subjective, but that's how we review movies on our channel. We what genre is this representing? Yes. Okay. The not big budget yeah. post-apocalyptic sci-fi action genre. Yeah. Okay. Boom. That's how I would rate it. That's how we review it, you know what I mean? Uh but yeah, that's how we do things here. We do things here awesome. different. Because <laughs> I've great seen <laughs> What's up? It makes you a great channel. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, so much. Uh, but, yeah, so after that raid failure, things are not looking too good back in the Outsiders camp. And this, and, and now I'm going to show one of my favorite scenes from the movie. We're sick of you telling us when we can't eat and when we can't. Maybe somebody else should be given the orders. Really? Do you have anybody particular in mind? What about when Khan has told the gun? If you look back. I like the little smile he gave before he walked away. <laughs> that was crazy. I remember when I first saw him, like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. And, and again, it's an example of the little, I don't know, you know, I, I'm not like super critic of movies, but that, that just quick action that you didn't expect. Mm -hmm. I love that this movie sprinkles those along the way. And this is a good example of like, it fits that character. Yes, he would do that. He was mm -hmm. pissed off at that guy for saying that. And boom, <laughs> he's not going to put up with his shit. And no. uh, just, just, yeah. And then I just love that, that. Um, you know, that's a, that's a, just a cool scene. I can see why that's one of your favorite parts of this film. Oh yeah. I love, you know, Samurai guy loves that kind of stuff, but I forgot to mention that during the raid was there was actually the first altercation between, uh, Merrick and Robbins there. They had a, they had a little bit of fight scene. He, they were fighting each other while Merrick's mi uh, top minion was on fire. <laughs> in the oh same yeah. Room. <laughs> But uh, there was some funny dialogue Merrick had with the father when before you know the shit hit the fan, uh, you know when uh, Robbins got up there and he's like fucking with him, you know he's all like, he's all like, oh look at all these books, this is fantastic because <laughs> he's in oh, he's yeah. in the father's room and he grabs a book and he's like, I've always wanted to read this, basket weaving, a creative choice, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm gonna kill you. Oh, yeah. it's great. He's so good. I just forgot to mention that. So we had a scene earlier where they do it like a, a test run with one of their boats and it doesn't work out. Uh, the warden gets word of it. Helicopters show up and blow up the boat, which really kind of, <laughs> it kind of crushes oh, yeah. everyone's. They're yeah. like, fuck. So uh, the distributor is a part they need because Dyson yeah, already. Yeah, he has to go, he has to go mm -hmm. get it. Yeah, I forgot. This is like a big scene. I forgot about yeah. that. And, uh, you know, uh, Robbins makes a, a deal with father. He's like, look, let me pilot the boat. Let me get out of here. But you know, I'll, the deal we'll make is I'll risk my life going out there to the outsider camp, get the disruptor, bring it back. Boom. You know, that's the deal. So father's like, all right, fine, go ahead. So he's on his way there. And, uh, Dylan's character keeps following him. He keeps telling him, he's like, look, you can't, follow me, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, you know, have you ever killed anyone? It was a really good scene. He had him posted up against the, 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 uh, the tree. He's like, have you ever killed anyone? Have you ever killed anyone? No. You know? And he's like, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going to have to do. I need you to go back to the base. You know? So it was a really good scene. They had Casey was his name, yeah, uh, but he kept following them and ends up getting caught. I was like, good job, dumbass. <laughs> And uh, Robbins tries to cause a distraction with some explosions. Uh, there were some fun little tidbits of action here with Robbins where I think my favorite was he had the two guards on the tower and they crossed each other like this. And then he, <laughs> boom, crossbow, hit them both in the neck with, the, with one arrow. That was great. That was great. So he had two bodies falling like that. That was really cool. 
but yeah, he tried to get away. Uh, didn't work. Like you said, Merrick is he's he's smart too. You know what I mean? So he cuts them off and basically forces them to fight each other. And this was an interesting scene here. Kind of reminded me of Spartacus. Uh, yeah. At the end of Spartacus with uh, Kirk Douglas here. And uh, kind of similar to Spartacus, uh, Casey kind of says, look, you have to kill me, man, because you're you're our only hope, really. The ba- you know Everyone else's only hope, the insider's only hope. So uh, he kind of kills him and kind of doesn't. It's kind of accidental, but he ends up stabbing the kid. And, uh, of course, he's really distraught by that. He's about to get his head cut off after Merrick has a few more one-liners to give him. But that mole uh, that was inside the Outsiders camp uh, sets him free. And uh, the mole ends up getting fucked up later. <laughs> Do you oh, remember yeah. what happened? Oh, yeah. Uh, beheaded, right? <laughs> yeah, and it, shows, like, it shows his head on a stake. Yes. Really yes. Yeah. Ray Liotta takes the hood off. And he's like, oh, shit. Leota goes back to with the disruptor. They finish making the boat, but they know, you know, Merrick's coming. And then we get another great scene, you know, Mr. Scene Stealer himself. <laughs> so Merrick, said, Merrick at this point's like, all right, we got our butts kicked with the raid. We got humiliated. <laughs> and the guy came in, fucked with our stuff, and left. Uh, yeah, fuck this. So this is, a, this is like another one of my favorite scenes. So he walks out. Merrick just walks out with this big bag. And I'm like, the first time I saw the movie, I'm like, what is, what's, in, what's in that bag? He dumps out the bag, a whole bunch of decapitated heads. <laughs> and then he looks at all the gangs. He's like, all right, that's it. No more gangs. No more beef. We're all coming together. All right. And we're going to attack them. And we're going to fuck them up. Uh, really, all I really want to say is, I really just want to be in charge. <laughs> so it's another great scene from Merrick, man. He reminds like me of like a, a Star Trek villain. A little or bit. Like he had that, like, I don't know if it's the nineties, but like it, it definitely, I, I kept wondering cause, um, and you're going to, you're going to laugh at this. So okay. he kind of has, uh, a, a, a resemblance of Star Trek's, uh, Spock's brother. Oh, I can see that. Spock's brother and yeah. Star Trek. Uh, which one is that? Five. Yeah, five, which is yeah. not the good Star Trek, but <laughs> but he yeah. reminds me of that character who plays uh, Spock's brother. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I could see. And that. for a while, I actually thought it. You know, when I was younger, I thought it was like, are they the same actor? No. Yeah. But he has that resemblance. His his acting reminds mm-hmm. me. He's uh, of you know he was well versed. I don't know what other villains he's played, but I'm sure he's played many other villains because he did excellent in this film. I think he's one of the best actors in this film. He yes. carries the film. Uh, whenever you look at any great film, you have to have a believable villain, and it's a bonus if they can act. Yeah, uh, even if they can't act, if can they be badass with action? Okay, right. well we'll get that. But this guy is both. He's believable. He's cunning. He has great dialogue. Ruthless. Uh, he, you know, I, I, yeah. I actually probably need to search IMDb to see what else he's in, just just because I'm curious because I probably will enjoy it because I, this guy is this guy's a great actor and I'm sure he's done other things. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? No. Oh my god! No. <laughs> you want to watch he, a good action comedy? Check out Hot Fuzz. It's like a love he, letter. It's like a love letter to '80s '80s and '90s action Hot movies. Is, is he in it? He's in it. Oh, one great. Of, I don't want to spoil the movie for okay, you. Okay, I'll go check it. it out. I'm writing it down now. Hot Timothy, fuzz. Timothy Dalton is great. Oh, he's I in like it him. as well. Hot uh, fuzz. All right, moving on here. So, were were you disappointed with the 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 finale, the climax, or you you liked it? I don't know. Like for me, um, I thought it was fine. It was fine. I, they had to end it somehow. It's it's kind of tough too because you like all the action and violence that this film has and the the dystopian environment. But what's kind of tough with some films is they stay there too long Mm -hmm. or they stay there too short or they don't do enough on character development. And honestly, this film does a good job of environment. It does delve into what makes a Merrick tick and, you know, the good guys and the the outsiders and the insiders and, and that. And I think it's like the happy medium because, like, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Does does it does it tie it in a nice bow or does it end it on on a note that that people will be satisfied? And in a movie like this, you know, there's it could have ended, I guess, in a couple different ways. 
Um, right. You can have like the John Carpenter, the thing kind of ending where like, you know, they just say stayed screwed and that's it. <laughs> I like the ending where um, I do believe when I say, or are we waiting on that? So, Oh no, we're, we're getting to it right now. So the, the right warden now. gets thrown back. Uh, he gets, he asks, he gets thrown onto the Island and he has to, I, I like that. I think that's, uh, that was great. That was, great. I, I liked it. I, I think that was a cool ending and a cool way of doing it. Yeah. And I, I love how the, the, you hear the howling of the primitives, yeah. you like getting closer to them and they're looking around, you know, <laughs> and the warden, yeah. the warden and the mole are looking around and then it goes straight to credits. And they're still around. Like, I think it, it also shows that like, okay, you know, America and all that was taken care of. Awesome ending, by the way, on that. Oh, I'm going to, cool. cool. let's, let's, let's show a little clip of that. Okay. So the, let's show the crazy the switch, the bait and switch. So they bring the, they, they, they raid again, uh, the yeah. base and uh, no one's in there. And yeah. then this happens. Love this. Ah! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yes. 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 That's how you do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the movie's like, no, we're not done. <laughs> the no. movie's like, we're not done. No. <laughs> no. Because no, Merrick made it personal with Robbins. So we, we go, you know, he ain't, he, we ain't done yet. We got to get, we got to reward the audience and give them a great bad guy death, bad yes. guy movie death. <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> That's like Mortal Kombat style there. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and again, I think that this movie shines with stuff like that. The action sequences were done right. Mm -hmm. I think it's just some of the other extra aesthetics due. To, I would I'm just going to go ahead and predict that it's due to budgetary restrictions. There was some budgetary uh, there were some extra aesthetics that this movie could benefit from. Unfortunately, some of them were at the start of the film. And so mm. I think that that really, because I think once you get into this film and like you say, the more you watch it, the more you like it. And I'm in the same boat. Like I, I, this movie, uh, it, it fares far better than people give it credit for. I do think yes. it's underrated. Yes. And, and just for that, like that was amazing. It was an amazing ending, and, yeah. and I do believe they had to edit it, at least the UK, they had to edit one version of it to get a lower rating. Really? Because uh, that was a that was pretty gruesome um, oh. and awesome. <laughs> yeah. It needs like the Arnold Schwarzenegger line now, like stick around yeah. or like that. <laughs> but but yeah, no, it's a what a fan, what a fan. It was a fantastic, like to me too, and, and, and the action sprinkled all along in the film. Like yeah. sometimes films will have boom, 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 boom. And then it's kind of like, you know, it builds right. up. Mm -hmm. And I think that the film does a good job with having action throughout the sequences. Yeah. The, the way the audience is not bored. Uh, but like you were saying earlier, you get some interesting characters, you know what I mean? To keep, yeah. to keep you uh, invested. Uh, but yeah, even after our main villain gets impaled after the amazing explosion, Things still still don't weren't wrapped up that sweet yet. No, uh, because the mole took out their second boat, killed poor Dysart, uh, unfortunately. But they found the mole's uh, cross necklace, caught up with him, and that's when they uh, used him to communicate with the warden to bring him down the helicopter. And they yeah. took that son of a bitch over. And like you were saying, what a great uh, finale, rewarding the audience. And uh, if anything, I guess you could sequel this movie if he gets off and, you know, he gets gets back to the land and he tells other people about it, what's really going on on, the, on that island and spreads the word. But it's not needed. <laughs> because, you know, that they probably know about the island now or they get off and they can tell their story or have a life. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's interesting. But, you know, I think, you know, I'd be okay if they redid the film, if done right. For uh, remake, like a recreation of the, of it, but I don't think it needs to be done. It's one of those things where, yes, it's a little dated because it's from the '90s, but the sets and the actors in it and such icon. There are some iconic, you know, side characters in this yeah. film all put together mm -hmm. that make this film watchable. 
Um, I do recommend it. Anybody that's looking for a great 90s film, especially mid-90s, you know, thumbs oh, yeah. up for me. Uh, right. Not perfect, but for, you know, I'd rate it higher in that category of B-movies that you probably haven't seen from the 90s. Yes, yes, for sure. So you already heard John say it. That's right. Is it underrated? That's right. John says yes. Yes. Samurai guy. Y'all knew y'all knew I was gonna say yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I have some good news. I wanted to save it to the end. That's why I didn't what? say anything earlier. When you mentioned it earlier about is there a Blu-ray? Well, I have good news for you, John, and everyone watching. Now, finally, coming out this year, John, in October. Yeah. No escapes yeah. coming on Blu-ray with tons of special features. Oh, I cannot sweet. wait. Okay. Yes. I had to save it for a surprise oh, for you. Oh, awesome. And <laughs> in the, in the film's in 2022, which is cool that it's coming out in 2022. There you go. <laughs> That's neat. But I, I do wonder. I Hopefully hopefully on these extras, mm -hmm. uh, on this Blu-ray, yeah. they'll talk about something about the budget or time constraints. Like I, want, I have so many questions about the production of this, and it'll be interesting yeah. to see if there's any of that on the, on the Blu-ray. Yes, yes, for sure. So, you guys, make sure you go out and buy the Blu-ray. That's right. Make a, make a movie marathon out of it, yeah. man. You know, Sci-Fi Action Friday. You know, oh, put yeah. No Escape on the list. You guys are going to be entertained. A solid right. two-hour film, too. And yeah. it's not, you know, it's not too short. It's not too long. It's Goldilocks just mm -hmm. right on time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is It is a fun flick. And, and, and that's all we want. We just want to be entertained. That's right. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap it up for today. I'd like to thank the immortal John Hancock. Thank you, brother, for hanging out with me today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. you got a great channel, and it was great talking film with you. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you being here, my friend. And everybody watching right now, y'all know what you need to do. Look at the description box below and subscribe to John. That's right. Fun channel. Great badass. That's right. If you guys are into video games, that's where you need to go and be. And if you're into movies, hey, go ahead and subscribe to the old samurai guy. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.